Welcome back to History List. As you travel further east from Islam's origin point, the rules regarding the arts seem to become increasingly lax. In Saudi Arabia, for example, you expect to see the standard geometric and floral designs associated with Islamic art. Animal and human life is not depicted. By Persia and India, however, the rules change, and animal and human life are frequently depicted. Moving into Southeast Asia, Islamic arts and teachings are cozy alongside Buddhism and Hinduism. In Persia and India, where depictions of life were common, a particular painting style emerged of the miniature. The 12 and 1300s were when Persia's form of the miniature emerged, with India's following a few centuries later. The master of the Persian style was Kamal Uddin Bezad, known as Bezad. The amount of detail he managed to fit into paintings which were, after all, sometimes only a few inches tall, is truly marvelous and staggers credulity. Born in the mid-1400s, Bezad lived most of his life in western Afghanistan, in Herat. By his 20s or 30s, he was put in charge of the leading school of artisans in Herat, and his workshop became renowned. As the region was under conflict, stories tell of how Bezad was consistently seen as a local treasure to be either stolen or protected. In 1522, the Safavid dynasty was carved out of the region by Shah Ismail I. The dynasty would rule Persia until the mid-1700s, and Bezad was transported to their new capital, Tabriz. Here he was head of the new Safavid royal library. The dynasty's geographical bridge between the Islamic Holy Land and India meant that Bezad's style passed into India and influenced the development of Mughal painting in Islam spread from Afghanistan to northern India, as we saw with Babur. Indeed, Mughal rulers paid high prices for Bezad's miniatures. In 1535, Bezad died, still working in Tabriz, but was buried in his home of Herat. Persian miniatures are made to accompany books. They are illustrations for manuscripts. Bezad laid out his miniatures in a style that blended the geometric, calligraphic, and the organic. His interplay of light and shadow is also more refined than most, alongside his aforementioned astounding levels of detail. His human figures have unique, expressive faces. As the leader of a workshop, contemporary scholars sometimes do argue, however, over which works are actually attributed to Bezad, and which are the products of the apprentices in the workshop. Even if we only assume the finest works to be Bezad's, however, there is still more than sufficient legacy on which to place his career. The intricate and gorgeous paintings of Bezad mark, for us, a move away from the glory of medieval Islam, and a move into the Islam's early modern period. The Safavid, Mughal, and Ottoman empires each lasted for centuries. The Silk Road trade, which had enriched the region periodically for a millennia, finally began to collapse for good as Europeans traveled overseas in ships and began setting up colonies. But these three, West and South Asian powers, were politically stable, 
thanks in large part to their being known as the Gunpowder Empires. Militarily, they could hold their own, at least until the mid-1700s. That stability made for good trade even without the Europeans, and many high points of architecture and the arts arise during this era, including such monumental architectural treasures as the Blue Mosque of Istanbul in Turkey, the Gardens of Chehel Sultan of Isfahan in Iran, and the Taj Mahal of Agra in India, all UNESCO World Heritage Sites and all dating from this early modern period. That said, the Safavids' contribution of encouraging Shia Islam perhaps was their most important legacy. In its wake, in 20th century Persia, and then Iran, the influence of Shia Islam, contrary to Sunni Islam in most of the rest of the Middle East, has pitted Iran ideologically against its neighbors. The longest traditional war of the 20th century was between Iran and Iraq, which was due, aside from geopolitics and resources, to sectarian discords. In our next episode, we travel back to India, not to explore the burgeoning influence of Islam under the Mughals, but instead to study the origins of one of the world's most popular faiths, Sikhism, and the teachings of Guru Nanak, next time on History List.